Hey everyone. Hey everyone. Hey everyone. Welcome to Five Minute Podcast. To book your magical Walt Disney World vacation, call Tink's Magical Vacations at 833-88-TINKS today or visit tinksmagicalvacations.com. Hey everyone and welcome to another episode of Five Minute Popcast. This week I have the special pleasure of having on one of my favorite podcasters, Curtis Stone, from the Geekin' on WDW podcast. He's one of the uh, top podcasts on iTunes, and um, really good listen if you're into Disney. A um, little bit of housekeeping before we get started on my conversation with uh, Kurt. Um, unfortunately, due to some connection issues uh, this week, there's a couple spots. Um, it may not be noticeable, but because I'm the one editing, um, I, I noticed it. Um, but you know, so I do apologize if um, you know for that. And then um, also um, for my avid listeners, you may have noticed that uh, I didn't have an episode out last week. I apologize, but uh, finally, I was one of the people to succumb to all the illness going around this winter, and um, I needed to take a break. So sorry, guys, and I uh, hope you guys enjoy this episode. You want to hear my backstory, do you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go way back. I'll go back to when I was a kid. I was like any kid, I guess, in, in America. You know, I liked I liked Disney, and I, I watched it on TV. I was interested. I had a neighbor. This goes back into my memory of a neighbor that went down to Disney World. And I can, actually, the biggest thing I remember was he would come back with fireworks from south of the border. That kind of yeah. <laughs> stuck in my mind. And and we just never, as a kid, I never never went. It was just one of those things where you'd had friends and kids that went, and I just never went. And my my wife has the same kind of backstory. We we weren't poor kids, but we didn't go out of the state too much. And but you know, so she had the same kind of thing—a real love for Disney World and wanting to go someday. I work as a programmer, and I was getting into a software that was kind of a niche so- software called Lotus Notes. <laughs> And it did a big conference down in Disney World. And I always, as I started to learn the software, and I was doing, going to user groups and that kind of thing up here in Connecticut. But I was like, oh, man, I'd love to go to this conference in Disney World, not just because, well, it was January <laughs> and it was winter and I could geek out on the software and I could finally get to Florida and see Disney World. So that was back in 1999. And oh, my God, Nick, I was... I'm so, I was I feel like you know you're from Connecticut too right so we we don't really live in the, we're kind of in the country I mean I feel like I felt like a country bumpkin going down there and I I couldn't get a room at the uh, Swan and Dolphin because yeah. it was all sold out for the conference I I'd gotten a late ticket to go okay and I stayed down was I think it's still called Disney Springs for those hotels that are there or Disney downtown Disney. And I stayed down there and that area was just so busy and the hotels were so big. And oh my gosh, when I ever saw the Swan and Dolphin in the Epcot area and the boardwalk, I mean, that's kind of where I grew up going to this conference. So that's where my love of Disney. Now, when I saw that, I, my kids were young at that time. They were they were just about the age where I would take them out of state to go to somewhere because I have three kids and... The, I never forget mom and I were, you would know this, Lake Compounds in Bristol. Yeah, yep. And your audience would know ESPN, of course, and it's right across the street from ESPN in Bristol. It's uh, one of the oldest theme parks or 
amusement parks in the in the country and we were there with the kids when they were little they were all small but i can remember them being exhausted and crying on the ground all at the same time and I, I said to my wife we are never taking these kids anywhere so we waited till my youngest was six years old which was 2001 so it was two years after my first trip down there and i knew my wife was gonna really love it and boy did she catch the bug <laughs> she <laughs> She was like, you know, and my wife's the type of person when she finds something she likes, like she just keeps, you know, she, she doesn't have interest in venturing out anywhere else. So that's yeah. kind of my back history with Disney World. And we started going. We really went just about every year or every other year since then. Yeah, that's that's pretty similar to me. I actually I stopped going for a, a good amount of time. My, my father, my, my grandparents had brought me a, a few times when I was a kid okay. and um you know, and I have three kids as well. And uh, my fiance and I, when we first started taking them, I we went on the first trip and it was kind of one of those, you know, all right, you know, this is it. We're going to Disney. You know, we're, we're going to check that off the list. Yes. And we got back down there and, you know, five of us are, um, you know, saying that, uh, you know, we're going to do this, you know, regularly. And I, <laughs> we've, we've gone back every year since, sometimes two years now um, since, you know, we started. Yeah, my wife was always researching the next thing. You know, we, I can remember two years into that we went and stayed for the first time at the polynesian and we went with her, my sister-in-law's family they have three girls and we had the annual you know she did all this research she got the annual pass because you could get a discount with the annual pass and we got christmas time this was like christmas through new year's at 169 dollars a night and that the, the woman at the at the desk when we showed up, she goes, how did you get this rate? This is outstanding. I was like, yeah, no kidding, right? And we stayed 10 nights at the Polynesian. I mean, yeah, that kind of really, <laughs> that set me off. That was a fantastic trip. So we've been doing great. We ended up buying DVC in 2010. So it took us about almost 10 years to do that. But now we've been DVC yeah. Yeah, since for nine years. So that's awesome. It is awesome. Yeah, we've been playing with the idea of DVC and we've gone and, you know, checked out a few rooms um but not yet you know <laughs> i understand um yeah yeah um, not an easy I, not an easy purchase you know, no, i'm kind of bummed we we passed up on the polynesian um dvc i'm planning um this uh, couple and her daughter's um trip to and they, they have a dvc at the polynesian and i'm I'm super jealous but i'm super excited to plan for them too just because i get to kind of live vicariously through them you know as we, we go um so you know, outside of that, um, you know, I, I want to kind of take a, a quick uh, sponsor break um, and then we'll, we'll get back to that. All right. So, um, you know, obviously you guys go, you know, regularly now. Do you have kind of a, uh, a favorite season as you're uh, heading down to, to kind of hit the parks? We've been going the last two years. We did. We were very fortunate to do two weeks in January. That's pretty sweet to go you know, away this this winter, huh, Nick? I mean, I was down there the last yeah. two weeks of January. And what was the coldest time that we had up here in Connecticut <laughs> was <laughs> during that period. So it's pretty cool to go, you know, the park. I got to say this about the parks and over the years, maybe you've noticed this, but there is just no downtime. We noticed this. It's even worse than ever. And it was pretty crowded. It, the art festival is really fun. And I love that festival. I've been to it the last three years. And I love the festivals yeah. of Epcot. So my favorite times are really the, when the festivals in, of Epcot are there. I love Flower and Garden. I, I like the music. 
concerts that they have there. I'm totally into music. I love the American Pavilion and checking all those. They have a great lineup this year, by the way. So I love the the springtime there, and I would say the fall. Those are you know at the fall you get the combination of food and wine and also Halloween, so you can do the Mickey's Not So Scary, and it starts yeah. starts to get a little cooler. So those are I, I, those are my top three. You know, I, I honestly agree with you just because um, I'm a big fan of wearing, you know, shorts and a sweatshirt um, and feeling completely comfortable. Yeah. Um, and Epcot especially, um, you know, we, we had done the Flower and Garden Festival. But um, when we went down, I, I had actually asked my fiance to marry me last year down in Disney. Oh, and nice. um, yeah, it was it, we did on the People Mover. Um, well, I did on the People Mover and, you know, it was kind of a surprise. So it was a lot of fun. But um, we ended up doing the the art festival, um, and I I love that. That was a great time, kind of walking around and and seeing the different artists, and you know being able to kind of talk with them. And nice. my fiance probably would want to kill me just because I love talking to people. So I spent way too much time at each stand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like the pictures that you can get in shots for. There's those they used to have this years ago in the Italy pavilion where they had like a roman statue and they were all white and they would stand and make fun of you if you take their picture they have they have three of those that are over by the the fountain they i they took this away from hollywood studios where you draw a character animation so i was able to do that they had that over at the odyssey building so that was awesome they had some seminars there that were free of course they do some paid ones but yeah the art festival i really enjoyed yeah seeing all the art I, w- I want to buy some art, but I didn't spend money on art this time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's definitely a good time. Um, going from seasons, you know, we were talking about Swan and Dolphin that, you know, was the original one you tried to get into, um, which is actually where I had thought that, you you know, you, you were going to say, oh, when we stayed at Swan and Dolphin because you're going to an event, um, which we actually had seen on our last trip as well. Um, you know, that, that's kind of one of my favorite resorts that, that I haven't gone to yet. Do you have any, um, you know, resorts that are a must go to or, you know, a frequent flyer? <laughs> Some of my favorites, right? Yeah, I do. I've stayed at, I've stayed at almost all of them, Nick. Now I've, the only two I haven't stayed at are Saratoga Springs and this one I'm ashamed to say. And if my wife will let me see, I'm kind of bound to what she wants to do too, you know? So, (laughs) but if it was my way, the wilderness lodge would be on my next list. I have not stayed there, but yeah, my favorites, let's see in order from number three, I'm going to go with my Bay Lake tower, which is at the contemporary. That's my home resort for my DVC. Love the Bay Lake tower. It's such a, it's got, you know, I remember when I was buying DVC, people on discussion boards were saying they don't like the contemporary. They don't like the theme. Like, it's not Disney-themed enough. But And that was kind of discouraging me a little. But you, you know what? When you're that close to Magic Kingdom and you've got a view of the whole lake or you can see over to the Wilderness Lodge and all the way across to Epcot and you can see fireworks and stuff. from, I like getting that room that's way up high that you know I can just see all over the place. And it's just... You're on the resort loop. I love the Bay Lake Towers. The walk to Magic Kingdom. The location, location is just so awesome there. And then uh, the love I talked about the boardwalk from going to the conferences. The Beach Club. I love the Beach Club. And my wife and I stayed there a few times, and we just uh, spent two nights there in, in January, also. So yeah, you got it's a location thing. And you know, Deluxe Resort. That pool is just simply 
unbelievably outstanding. And I love the boardwalk. I love walking back to Epcot. I talk about on my podcast sometimes the my walks. I like to take, I think about walks that I enjoy in Disney World. And that is one of my favorite of all time is walking between the Beach Club and Epcot. So, and you can also obviously go over to Hollywood Studios from there. So it's nice, centrally located, take the boats, all that stuff. Love the Beach Club, love the theme. Restaurants are great there too. So, and then my number one is the Polynesian. Every time I go there, I go, I, you know, I like to talk about things that are my favorite on the podcast. And so that my audience gets to know me, you know, and they, yeah. it's, it's funny how they'll say things back to me. They know what my favorites are. And uh, the Polynesian, you know, I love all the resorts and I never discourage people. If you're going and you're trying, you're going for the first time, you're doing all stars, you got a big family. It's perfect for that. Or Pop Century. We're going to stay at Pop Century in um, October where we're calling our G3 conference where we're asking a lot of friends to come and join us but they're all great we just stayed at the french quarter which my audience talks about all the time and it was fantastic i am jealous of that as a moderate it is very good everyone told me it was and i visited but staying there it's it is top notch you know the french quarter it's got the it's a it's a quaint place the the design of the buildings are fantastic we had a room right next to the food court well, it's not, it's kind of not food court as much as just a place to get your food and then yeah. right close to the buses. And then, of course, to take the boat down to Disney Springs is a great location. And I couldn't believe how quick the buses were. Man, it was fantastically centrally located to, to get to Magic Kingdom and Epcot. I was really impressed with that. Yeah, I mean, the bus stop area was kind of crowded sometimes at French Quarter. I didn't expect that. But other than that, it was great. So Polynesian, the reason the Polynesian is number one, of course, it's a deluxe resort it's on the monorail you can hop right on over to ticket and transportation get on to uh, over to epcot take a boat to magic kingdom but i love beach kind of theme the polynesian the hawaiian kind of theme my favorite restaurant is there which is ohana i like oh absolutely (laughs) that's mine as well yeah is it yeah Yeah. Yeah. i'm always afraid to say that because there's so many great restaurants in disney world and i i Shout its praises all the time. I haven't had very many people say to me they disagree, and it does rank very high on polls. So if you've never tried Ohana and you love meat on, you know, hot on the fire, definitely that is a pig fest, and it's it's awesome. It's a great family atmosphere. I mean, I could talk all day about Ohana. And, you know, the pools they did some upgrades over at the Polynesian too, where they have yeah. boy. The Quiet Pool, what a fantastic job they did there, too, with a full menu of food and drinks. And, yeah, the vibe there, you watch the electric water pageant at night going through. <laughs> That's always a fun favorite. And it's watching the fireworks from the beach. Yeah. I, that, that must be amazing. It really, it, you know, it, it really is. It's It's got such a great vibe. And got your Dole Whips right there, too. And uh, some great drinks. Get your... What's the the one with the pineapple, um, the lapu lapu or? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, just I love that uh, lounge there, and also you got Trader Sam's now, which is a lot of fun too. So I, I haven't been yet. Did have you? Oh yeah, we were there. Our friend Ken, uh, Judy's husband, hadn't been there, so we we went over to uh, and we were staying there too. So we uh, spent some time. Over there checking that out. So Trader Sam's, yeah, it's. I mean, what's not to love about the Polynesian? Oh, 
you know what? I, I, I have to agree. I We haven't stayed there yet. Um, we've actually just did our first deluxe resort in our um, yeah. December trip. We did the contemporary. Okay. But um, every time we, we make, we always have to go to Ohana, obviously. But, you know, I go downstairs. I get to lay for everybody. And, um, you yeah. know, we walk walk around and explore the different stuff they have there we've taken the boat back um back and forth to walt disney world and i i absolutely love the polynesian i haven't even stayed there yet yeah um, you get the feel for it so all right they, yeah you should always do a lot. that yeah one thing i noticed this trip we stayed at three resorts we were there for two weeks we did french quarter first which is a moderate and then we did we couldn't get our dvc all seven nights together we were going to do the polynesian so we could only get five at the Polynesian. So we did two nights at the beach club with a, we, we did a two bedroom there. And so we, we went for the French quarter, then two nights at the beach club and the rest of the five nights at the Polynesian. And I really felt like it was a bump up each time. It was like just a little, you know, a little more magic each time and then right to my favorite. But uh, yeah, they're, they were all fantastic. Yeah. I've been super curious about doing multiple resorts in one state, but I, I haven't made that leap yet. And the more and more I hear about it, it seems like it's, it's a really cool way to kind of experience different ones. And, and like you said, kind of have that bump up until the end of your trip or, you know, vice versa. I'll give you a caution. I mean, it does. I think it really makes, you know, a Disney trip goes fast anyway. It's like Disney time is so <laughs> wicked fast. I, the only a couple yeah. downsides, I mean, is that it does feel a little bit faster. It seems to me when, when I do the, the hops to different resorts with the DVC, I like doing it. I mean, if you're, if you're going, you gotta be going for at least seven to 10 nights to make it kind of worth it. Cause I mean, it's hard to, if you want to settle down and unpack and kind of stuff, but we've not had, people always ask the question, do you have trouble transferring things? We didn't have any trouble cause we had a car this time, but you know, you bring your bags down to, uh, the, the folks down there with the handle all the bags and stuff, they'll get them over to you. I've not, I've heard good things and we've had that question on our Facebook group too. So, uh, yeah, it's it's worth it. We, if you want to try a diff, couple of different things, I mean, but uh, I like doing it with the DVC just to because we like to explore. You know, talking about the resorts, um, one of my favorite things that you do on the uh, you know podcast is uh, the coffee walks. As you're you know walking down to get coffee in your resort and you know doing doing various things. You know, where did you get the idea for that? And you know, you know, what, what's it like to be able to kind of do that? Do, you know, do you get weird looks or do you know? Do people kind of understand what you're doing? <laughs> Maybe it's different since cell phones have come out. People don't aren't so worried about people talking like they're talking to themselves, right? That's true. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I am a little self-conscious of it, Nick. That's funny you say that. When I'm walking, I sometimes I I stop and I say hi to them or something or try to up a conversation. That that inspiration came from my mentor of podcasting. His name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and he used to do a show where he walked around his neighborhood and talked about his life and his, his business or podcasting. And so I really just transformed that. And I have, I bought the same recorder that I use. Uh, it's a Roland R5 for any geeks out there that know anything about podcasting. And I have this Roland recorder and I, I just got a new windscreen too. I'm so proud of my new windscreen. It's much better than some of the recent recordings you might have heard when I was down at the all-star sports. And so, yeah, I think I always liked listening to that. My wife said something to me where there was a podcast and not that she even listens to a lot of podcasts, but she knew of one that a guy who did in park audio and he used these headphones and they get you a 360 degree sound recording 
So she she bought that for me for Christmas, those headphones. And I like wearing those when I'm on rides and attractions inside the parks. But yeah, to give you that kind of, it's a way for me to recap the day. I get up, I open up the door, I get my recorder out. Sometimes my voice is a little raspy or I got nasal problems. But yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I enjoy doing it. It's it's fun for me. I love listening back to it too. And and it's fun that to hear you say that you enjoy that. I think some of our my listeners, it's funny, the listeners will give me high praise for, for those live recordings that I do. And, you know, you get the inside scoop of what I try to give some tips and what I saw and what I did, that kind of thing. And while it's fresh in my memory and funny enough, as, as a podcaster, those recordings don't get downloaded quite as much There's a little bit of a dip in those, like a couple, a couple hundred, which isn't really a really? lot. Okay. Yeah. It's, but it's, I think the, they're really, I think they're attractive to the real um, geek, if I want to call that my audience. You know, the ones yeah. that are hard, my hardcore audience really love those. So I appreciate you saying and asking about them. No, absolutely. You know, for for someone, you know, I I enjoy waking up in the morning. Usually, um, Casey, you know, stop saying fiance over and over again. Um, Casey, <laughs> um, she will be, you know, going to the shower. Kids are kind of getting up, getting ready, and all. all I'm like, all right, ready to go. I get the coffee mugs, you know, for everybody. And I, I go right downstairs and that's kind of my time to, to think about what's going on. You know, like you said, you know, kind of thinking, you know, yeah. to myself about, you know, what, what's already happened. And it's, it's kind of, you know, and then you kind of get into the lobby or wherever you're at. And that's kind of the point where I'm like, I'm in this resort. I'm here. And you know, I, this is awesome. Oh, morning yeah, time definitely. is my time. I love the morning in Disney world. I talked about the walks. I love the walks. This you'll hear when I start releasing the ones from the Polynesian. I mean, I'm, I probably say this a million times. I just being there, walking that beach along the the lake there of the Polynesian Resort. It's just it's a feeling I can't explain. I, I just love it. You know, the trees are rustling. There's nobody up. There, there's a few people and. The workers are just starting to get going. I'm, a lot of times, I'm the first guy there, and the coffee's just coming off. And so, I don't yeah. know. I just, I can't break that habit. I'm a morning. I've always been a morning person, but I get up early for work. I, I can never even on vacation. I mean, I start drifting off. You'll hear me. Oh, look at it's eight o'clock now, and I'm just getting out here. <laughs> it does, it does start to happen as I ease into that vacation. But I still. I enjoy interviewing mom or Judy too, as they're getting on the bus, that kind of stuff and see what, what kind of stood out for them for the day. So thanks for enjoying those. I enjoy doing them. Yeah, absolutely. No problem. Um, so, you know, a big part of, you know, th of what I enjoy about your podcast too, is dining. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm a huge foodie. Um, you know, I'm very lucky that my job is extremely labor intensive. I, I carry water for a living. Okay. So, um, you know, I, I should be at least 300 pounds, <laughs> yeah. um, but you know, so, so we Disney like is my place to, to eat, you know, so, you know, I kind of want to talk to you a little bit about, you know, what your kind of dining preferences are, maybe some places that, you know, you, you would like to try. Yeah. I'm, I've only learned what a foodie was by doing my podcast. Um, I'm, I guess I'm not officially a foodie. I kind of tell, I tell people that I love buffets. <laughs> I love the variety. <laughs> I ain't going to be ashamed of it. I do love the buffets and some of my favorites. I'll tell you, I'll give you my top three restaurants or sit down restaurants that I, I really have talked about as being my favorites. 
And most, and I've tell you, I've learned this about myself going to Disney World. I'm really not into the fancy pants stuff. I've done, I've done those, some of the signatures. I enjoy them. They don't impress me that much. They're they're fantastic. People love them. And if you love food, boy, Disney World is the place to vacation because you're gonna get some of the best in the world. You know, they just that's a great place to train if you're learning culinary and all those things. There's so many different varieties and flavors and things to try, but. I'll tell you why it's, these three are my top favorites. And the first one is a signature. I'll, number three would be Flying Fish. That is my favorite signature. It is on the boardwalk. It was a funny story with that was a guy at work who doesn't hardly ever go to Disney World. He was going mm-hmm. and he said, oh, we went we went to Flying Fish and it was just so fantastic. And he's talking about it. And I'm like, hey, buddy, I'm the podcaster, dude. I'm, I go there every year. I've been going every, you know, this was about five or six years ago. And uh, when I first was starting the podcast and stuff. And so my daughter and I and my wife went there and oh my gosh, I was like, the, the, the food was just fantastic. I've talked about loving the boardwalk area and the service. And I talk to people on my podcast. I always ask them because I can't believe it. Every time I've gone there, the service is just outstanding even more than any other restaurant too. So Flying Fish gets my number three favorite. And then you're going to hear my buffets. Boma over at the Animal Kingdom Lodge. Okay. Boma, Boma. Yeah, it's it's out of the way. If you've not – when we first started going to Disney World, we didn't even know they had restaurants in the resorts. I mean, first few years. we were. It was my sister-in-law who said and set it up that time we went to the Polynesian for the first time. We started doing these – restaurants and the resorts but yeah balma won me over and it's just the amount of flavor the soups oh my gosh the soups are unbelievable and the salads and then the carving they had they had my ribs i'm a big ribs guy they had that this time they have this it's like a quiche and it's got um lamb in it too i forget i forget the name of it but there's just so many great flavors and you know i love the animal kingdom lodge so the balma is a great one and then i've already talked about Ohana, but why do I love Ohana? I mean, the food, they start you out with this bread that's pine- pineapple bread. That's, that's wonderful. It's killer, right? The butter. <laughs> is. My family embarrasses me. Like, they just keep bringing loaves of bread. I'm like, hey, guys, don't eat all the bread. We're going to have shrimp and chicken and steak coming up off the skewers, right? And they, they bring this, they call it family style in Disney World, where you can eat as much as you want, but they bring these big plates and they have these Polynesian noodles or Chinese noodles that are fantastic. My wife embarrasses me because she keeps ordering another bowl of that stuff. And uh, the broccoli and the, the vegetables, chicken wings, sticky chicken wings that are fantastic, which is something I love making myself. And the pot stickers. Oh, and the dips. And then you have the dips of sauce, the peanut sauce. And there's another sauce they give you. And then they finish you off. Well, the, the the beef that they keep bringing you and the skewers, they have these huge skewers that they're they're cooked over flaming meat. And and you'll say, I, I said, yeah, I don't know if I want any steak. And they start they just start piling it on your plate. <laughs> <laughs> they don't care. They just keep bringing it and bringing it and bringing it. And the shrimps are huge. These huge tiger shrimp and they're they're flavored just right. So love that. And then they, everybody loves the bread pudding. Is that funny down at Disney World? Everyone talks about bread pudding with the caramel sauce or the vanilla sauce. And yeah, so love the atmosphere. The kids are doing coconut races and it's just a fun family place. Everybody's your cousin and it's a fun family place. And we had a great seat the last time. We had a great seat finally right in front of the 
the window facing the Magic Kingdom and the castle. So, oh, that's yeah. a, that's a really good spot. Yeah, all these times I've been there, that was the first time I got that seat. I'm like, wow, how come I've never been here before? This is awesome. You were asking, I was, I did a little homework, thinking about what would I, my mom and Judy give me one restaurant that I can, as my pick when we go on vacation. So we'll start planning for the October. But when you asked me the question, I was like, hmm, which one would I like to do? I'd like to do something new. Boy, Disney Springs, I don't know about you, Nick, but, and everyone I talked to, what a hit. The, the renovations have been down there. It's just oh, fantastic. Absolutely. Man, every, and they're constantly opening new stuff, right? And I, lo- I, lo- I love the boathouse down there, too. And I love Jock Lindsay's as a lounge and that area. Mm-hmm. Paddlefish is one that I'm, I'm thinking my audience, you know, what if someone talked about that I would love to do? Paddlefish is, is a seafood type place I would love to do. But there's a new one opening up, I noticed, this summer. And it's called City Works. And they've got beer. It's a beer kind of drawn, you know, and sports bar. So oh, that's okay. right up my alley. I love that kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. I did. Um. Oh, I'm forgetting the name of the one down there. We did one. This it was really good. I had a nice French dip sandwich. Um. Oh, it's not Enzo's. I'm forgetting the name of it. But anyways, the other one I'd like to do, and I've never done, and this is one that. My wife, she's not into it at all. She doesn't think she'd like the food, but everybody talks about the good food is Raglan Road. I'd like to do. I like the Irish pub kind of place too. So that's my yeah. that's my kind of – the Edison was the one I, I was saying. Yeah, the Edison was fun too. I had a nice uh, steak sandwich there with the au jus. So, yeah, I could talk food all – you know my podcast. Like, yeah. We, <laughs> we talk food on our with our guests for sure. It's It's a big part of the vacation. No, it's funny. I, I, I'm the same way. I look for, you know, food options around here that are similar, even, um, you know, <laughs> I, yeah. I, I love going to Disney and trying food and I'm really glad you brought up Disney Springs. Um, I tried the Edison, like you're saying, um, but we, we went for, uh, um, for cocktails later on at night. So we'll sit down or anything like that. But, um, I, I love the atmosphere. Um, I like that, like kind of steampunky, but still kind of dolled up look. Yeah. Um, yeah. great. And I, they did a nice job. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah, and it's kind of neat because we went from um, Enzo's Hideaway, walked up, um, we went over to the Edison, and then we ended up um, going to uh, Jacques Lindsay's. Yeah. And um, it was just me and a buddy because uh, for the first time we actually went um, with my best friend and his wife, um, who's best friends with my, my fiance, and then their two uh, daughters who are friends with our kids. Mm. And it was a great time even just to you know kind of say all right you know you know girls you take the kids tonight we'll take the kids tomorrow night and just kind of split off and enjoy things like disney springs i mean that's where both of us you know groups went and there's just so much to do now have you had a chance to try uh chicken guy no i have not tried chicken guy i saw that in the list of things there that's open now yeah that's the the guy fiari one and you know if you want to talk about dips um you know from what i understand there's a, a huge selection of dips and um I wanted to go last time, but we were going over to do the Star Wars um, virtual reality. Um, yeah. And, you know, so I was kind of rushing to make sure that we got there on time and we, we didn't end up going to Chicken Guy. But I've heard nothing but great things about it. And even though it's a, it's a quick service, you know, style dining, it's it still looks pretty good. Is it on the meal plan? Um, I think so. Don't quote me on it, but I, yeah. I believe so. I'm putting it on my list. Thank you very yeah. much, Nick. Yeah, definitely. And um. Outside of that, I, you know, I, I agree with you entirely on Ohana, but I enjoy the breakfast. 
Um, that that's a, a good time for us. It's kind of like our wake up, go there, and then you know hit hit Magic Kingdom um, kind of thing uh, tradition yeah. we do. And that's been something that even we shared with with our friends when they came with us. And it it, it was kind of nice. I you know even though it's the same you know Mickey waffles that you get from um you know the buffets and which don't get me wrong, I absolutely love Mickey waffles. <laughs> But it, and there is something to be said about the family style dining, um, you know, because I'm the same way where I do like a lot of uh, of uh, buffet style dining um, <laughs> in Tusker House being one of my main ones. And um, but but the family style, I mean, you know, they put this big tray right in front of you in the morning and, you know, I'm like, I don't have to get up anywhere. I'm, you know, this is my breakfast time. I have have my stitch juice. I have my, you know, the Hawaiian bread. Like you said, we go through at least two or three plates of those ourselves. And that that's such a great experience for us, really. I love it. Yeah, my audience always talks about breakfast and the little trick so they can get into the parks early mm-hmm. and get on rides early. Mom, my wife, is not that much into it, and she wants to be rope dropping the rides and going. I mean, that's yeah. like her thing. But yeah, no, people love the breakfasts, and um, more power to them. That's they're all fun. Now, one thing you guys got to try is a uh, Tusker House. You know, go mid morning. If oh, you do decide to do a breakfast that way, we got in, I went up for, uh, you know, my breakfast, um, my, my second plate of breakfast and, you know, the chef's there carving, uh, I can't remember what it was, but he's carving some type of, you know, lunch meat. And I'm like, so what's going on here? He's like, oh, we switched over to lunch. I'm like, this is, you know, probably God's greatest gift <laughs> that could happen today. <laughs> oh, nice. That was I'll, such a great experience. I don't know what made me think of this, but we did Acker Shoes with the princess dining this time and they had a buff what i thought was great about this i can't say i experienced it anywhere else in in the parks where they had a a buffet for the appetizers and it was a fantastic buffet they it's a norwegian twist with some some salmon and some smoked fish and some smoked cheeses but all you know your salads and fruit and cheese you know you just could have some crackers cheese and all that kind of stuff but you order your entree and then you go just poking around through that and you're coming back to your table, you're snacking on that, and before you know your drinks, you get a nice alcoholic drink, and then your entree shows up. So there's like no waiting. <laughs> you just kind of <laughs> dig right in from the minute you get there. And you know, if you're into the, it's a great thing if you got a little girl for princesses too. So I really enjoyed that. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, my daughter think. loved it. Yeah, no, we for I know that trick at Tusk House, Nick. That's uh. We did that. We did uh, like a lunch dinner kind of time frame, I think. But that, yeah, great character experience too. Oh yeah, yeah. I I love. I like the uh, classic characters in their safari outfits. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, Kurt. Well, um, you know, again, thank you so much for coming on. Um, I'm really happy my listeners get to to hear from one of my um, you know, favorites. Thank you. So, um, you know, and again, you can be pretty much heard on you know any major uh, podcasting platform, and it's geeking at um, geeking on WDW. Um, you know, I personally listen to you on iTunes. Um, you know, make sure you guys, you know, listen in if you do not. Um, I'm sure if you guys are huge Disney fans, I mean, you're you're pretty high up there on the um the, the boards when you search for Disney. So, you know, I, I can imagine, you know, when you're when you're in that search, I'm sure you, sure you found them. Um, so make sure you know to to give him a, a like and um a like and a, a a you know some type of comment or something to to get his you know following up that that much a little bit up more because you know that's such a great podcast. Thank you so much, Nick. It's been a pleasure chatting with you. For more from the 5-Minute Popcast Network, visit us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just look for at 5MINpodcast, and we can be heard on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Slacker, and anywhere else that you listen to podcasts. Be sure to leave a review.